0: We all do this constantly, yet we hate to admit it. We are obsessed and addicted to consuming content on our phones. No matter which app is the app for you, we all have that one place that sucks our time, our energy, and defeats our spirits. Yes, I am talking about social media. While there are so many good things about social media, I do believe, there are also so many areas and things that bring an unhealthiness to them. So today, we are going to dive in and shed some light on social media usage and provide you with the strategies you need to clean up your feed and use social media in a more wholehearted way. Yes, you can find more meaning and purpose in your scroll and that is exactly what we are about to do. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee. Or maybe you're the queen or king, long-winded to-do list, and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 15 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello. How is it going, friends? I hope you are doing so well. I hope your heart is feeling encouraged. I hope you are well-rested. And I hope you are excited about having a great day. Heck, having the best day. Today's episode is something I Am extremely excited about. And if you've been listening for a while, you probably are like, Haley, every episode you are really excited about. And that's true. That's absolutely the case. I hope it is evident and clear as you listen that my heart is wholeheartedly, passionately behind every single message and every single episode here. I am so focused, so committed to serving you through this space and through this podcast. And I truly hope that you find encouragement, a little source of inspiration, so you can truly make every single day the best day. Today's episode is all about social media. I'm hoping that through listening to today's message, you are going to find greater purpose and meaning within your Instagram feed, within your social media usage, pretty much whichever social media apps you are consuming or creating for, my hope is that through listening to this episode, you are feeling encouraged and inspired to redeem your social media addiction and to find greater purpose within your scroll. The reality is we are obsessed with our phones. The reality is we constantly are scrolling, thinking, comparing, doing all the things that are a result of what we see with our eyes on the screens of our phones. Yes, I'm talking about the feeling that the moment your alarm goes off in the morning and the snooze battle begins, how many of us quickly reach for our phones and think to ourselves, okay, well, I need to wake up, so I'm just going to start scrolling through my phone. And next thing you know, it's 30 minutes later and you've successfully snoozed 20 alarms, and you now have laid in bed wasting 30 minutes of your morning, morning time that could have been spent doing so many good things, yet you've laid there and stared at your phone. Or my favorite, sitting on the toilet. I swear that toilet is a social media vacuum. I can't even tell you how many minutes I have spent on my own life sitting on the toilet, just scrolling my phone. It's almost like that bathroom, little toilet cupboard is a safe haven and this area where you can just escape from the rest of the world. I'm hoping that you also do these things so I'm not just the only crazy one. The reality is we're constantly on our phone and when we're on our phone, we're missing out on so many other things. How many of us look at our phones the very first moment we wake up? How many of us look at our phones as we're falling asleep at night. In fact, I know in the deep states of sleep exhaustion, there are times where I click on random things and I wake up the next morning and I'm thinking, how in the world did I get to this browser? I must've done so as I was drifting off to sleep. So my question is if we become really honest with ourselves and dig deep and really evaluate our own personal social media usage and we answer some tough questions, we can then unlock the key to living out our best life. How is it possible for us to actually take our day, our very day, how can we restructure it and repurpose it in order to place a lighter emphasis on our phones and all the apps that we use and are obsessed with? Well, I believe we can, and that's exactly what we're gonna do. Let's redeem that social media addiction and find more joy and more meaning and more purpose. Now, before we dive headfirst to these strategies, and I do have 10, 10 strategies you can start implementing to redeem your social media addiction. But before we do that, you have to be honest with yourself. Before we do that, you need to sit down and you need to have a hard heart with you at your very, very core. Ask yourself a few questions. Are you consuming social media in an unhealthy way? Think about your day. Think about when you are on your phone. What are you doing during that time? Is this time when you are playing with your kids? Is this time when you're talking to your partner? Is this time when you are at a social gathering and you're feeling uncomfortable, so you're resorting to this safety feature called your cell phone? Are you spending time on your phone as a distraction to avoid the work that you really need to get done? Do you have a hard task, something that is challenging and You are preventing yourself from even thinking through the hard task at hand because I'm going to just sit and stare at my screen and use this as a distraction. It's a great distraction. It's a wonderful distraction. How is your phone usage pulling you away from the real meaningful things in life? So I want you to think about those questions. Now, as you think about those questions, the key here is to not feel awful, okay? I don't want you to beat yourself up. I want you to be honest. I want you to think through these things and have tough conversations with yourself, but I don't want you to beat yourself up. I want you to give yourself grace. For most of us, we probably are consuming social media in a little bit of an unhealthy way. Now, there's a scale to that. Some of us, it might be a gigantic percentage of our social media of our social media usage is unhealthy, whereas others, it might be less of an extent. So think through those questions, dig deep, be personal, sit through it, but give yourself grace and realize that this can change. In order to have a better relationship with our phones, with the way we use our phones, we have to first actually accept what's going on and come to terms with it but once you do that then you can start utilizing these strategies and they can make a difference in your life now we as individuals fall into two different categories well maybe three the first category takes a look at the actual individual who relies on their phones and their social media for their business This category is talking to people whose real full-time job, the job that is bringing income, revenue streams for themselves and their family, this category of people most likely feels a strong pull towards needing to be on their phones for significant parts of the day because that's their job. You wouldn't fuss at corporate America for working on their computers for the entire day. So that's the very first category of people, and you might fall into that category. The second category of people are the ones who are merely the consumers of the content. They are on their phones scrolling through social media as pure entertainment. They aren't necessarily concerned with posting all the things, more so for sharing their own personal life and photos for close friends and family to keep up with. It's this category of people that may or may not have unhealthy habits with their phones as they may find it easier to put their phones away and spend significant time off the apps with no issue or maybe it is their weak point. I want to add a third category here, a third category of people to which I belong in. Let's call these people the hobbyists or the side hustlers. These are people whose full-time main income job and role in society is not one which they need their phones or social media for, yet they still do creative things on the side. They are multi-passionate and love expressing and sharing the things on social media and through many different apps. But because it's not their full-time gig, they struggle with prioritizing all the things social media usage included. Now, let me make this known. Whichever group you are in, that is absolutely okay. You are perfect just where you are, unless you are feeling deep in your heart that you are not where you're supposed to be. And if that is you and you have that strong conviction that you are sitting in the wrong stage, that you are in the wrong sector here of life, well, then think on that, spend deep thoughts on it and start to work to move in that direction to where you really hope to go. No matter which group you fall in, this episode is for you. I'm going to share 10 strategies to help you find more purpose and more meaning in your scroll. So no matter if you are the full-time creator... The casual consumer or the side hustler, these are the strategies that are meant to serve you and give you practical tools that you can start using right away to find more meaning and more purpose in your social media scroll. So 10 strategies here. The first one is to create a morning and evening routine that does not include your social media apps. Heck, create a morning and evening routine that doesn't even include your phone. So your morning routine, I'm talking about the time of day from the moment you wake up until you are responsible for other things. So the morning routine would be when you're awake before your kids are awake. Or the morning routine, your time in the morning before you have to log in for work. Whatever your time is devoted strictly to you, that's your morning routine. And your evening routine would be the opposite. The time of day right before you go to bed that's devoted solely to you. So if you have kids, your evening routine would be after your kids go to sleep, the time between that and when you go to bed, if you don't have kids, this is the time that your commitments end when you're winding down for the day. So take those two segments of time, your morning and your evening routine, and think through them and how can you utilize these little windows of time in your day to not include your phone? This is a big task. And if you're listening to this and you already do that, I just want to applaud you and say you are awesome. Way to go. We have got to figure out how can we live our daily life without reaching for our phones first thing in the morning? How can we live our daily lives without clinging to our phones the last second before we fall asleep? What are things that you want to do during that time? For me, I love the idea of morning routines being me waking up way before my son wakes up and having the option of working out if that's what I want to do, or having some quiet time, working through a devotional, making my cup of coffee, and just drinking it slowly, or maybe using that time to kind of power through and get some work done before the rest of the world wakes up. When I go to my phone first thing in the morning, I am stripping myself away from the ability of doing all those things. Because for me, if I go to my phone first thing in the morning, it's not just a quick one minute scroll. I go through everything. I open up my Instagram, my Facebook. I open up my Pinterest. I open up my email, my personal, my business email. I open up the analytics or the podcast. I I'm like obsessed with all these things and I go through and next thing I know, 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, well, that could have been a 20 minute Peloton ride or that could have been a couple pages in my devotional. And it just robs me of the things in life that matter. Same before you go to bed. How do you want to spend that time before you fall asleep at night? Do you want to spend that time reading a book for fun because that is something that your soul needs? Do you want to spend that time with your partner? Do you want to spend that time watching something on TV? Do you want to spend that time journaling? Do you want to take a bubble bath? Do you just want to go to bed early so you can get the sleep that you need? Whichever equation fits for you, create a morning and evening routine that does not include your phone, that does not include any of the apps, so that way you can live your best life and you can accomplish so many more things throughout the day because you are less dependent on your phone. Number two, establish healthy boundaries with your social media apps. I want you to think through your day. Take a moment and think through how your day works. What are your different responsibilities? What are the different sections of your day? Do you have time of the day where you are really intentional with your kids or really connected with coworkers? Times during the day where it's just you and, you know, your person think through your day. And figure out what windows of time do you want to be off? What windows of time do you want to be disconnected from your phone? So when I think through this, for me personally, I'm thinking of family dinner. When we're eating dinner, I'm thinking about bedtime. I'm thinking about the time when I'm playing with my son and we have that really strong, intentional mother-son time. I'm thinking about after my son goes to bed and it's just my husband and I and our dogs and we're talking about the day. For me, those are times during my day where I do not need to have my phone near me. So think through different parts of your day and establish a boundary as to when you are going to allow yourself to have your phone and when you're not. And for the times when you're not gonna have your phone, turn the volume up on you know your ringer so that way if somebody's trying to call you, they can. But put your phone somewhere else in a place where you're not going to feel tempted to grab it. So establish healthy boundaries with your social media apps. This is something that can be a process unless you just want to go cold turkey, right? Think about, okay, I'm going to start the next week keeping my phone in a separate section of the house during dinner time, or I'm going to start this next week putting my phone in its charger somewhere else when I'm getting ready for bed. Okay, the third strategy is to use focus mode on your phone during heavy work sessions. I think for a lot of us, our unhealthy addiction to social media comes from constant usage. If we truly looked at our day, and you can do so because you can go into the settings on your phone and you can look at the usage section and see how many hours, how many percent of your day is spent on different things. So you could easily calculate how many hours you're spending and wasting on social media. And right there, that automatically tells you how much more free time you would have. Now, because we're doing this, a lot of our frustrations and problem come from all this time we're wasting away and it's not bringing us joy. So to try to focus on fixing that. During your time of day where you know, I need to get a lot of things done. All right, put your phone on a focus mode where it takes off the notifications, where it's not going to let you access those apps because you're working for me when I am planning out a podcast episode, when I am podcasting, those are times for me personally where I don't want to use my phone because it's going to pull away from this time period of working. Now, I've been thinking about it. I actually, on my pers- or my blog Instagram account, I feel like I've been kind of MIA since the summer's gone on. I've had more intention of being present and showing up and trying to interact with my community because I do want to grow that business. But at the same time, I've been focusing a lot of energy and effort into this podcast and that's where my time has gone and it hasn't needed my phone and it's been very freeing, right? But I'm also like, I probably should be doing more of the social media things. Point being, utilize focus mode on your phone during heavy work sessions because it feels good to get work accomplished. If you are the creative and you are the one constantly relying on your phone all the time, try to create moments in your workday where you are doing work free from your phone. Maybe that's working on a post. Maybe that's working on planning out content. Maybe that's working on pitching to different brands or connecting in a certain way, but find times of your day where you don't need your phone and just plug into your work without it. It will definitely change that relationship you have with your phone. And of course, if you don't need your phone for work, then just set it aside and be amazed at how much more you can get done. Okay, so number four and five, this is specifically about your actual social media accounts. Now, on your social media apps, for number four, in order to find more purpose and greater meaning in your scroll, only follow the accounts that truly lift you up and bring you joy. Please make sure you are following accounts that are good accounts, that are encouraging, that are inspiring, that are accounts that when you see their messaging, when you hear them talk It's something that is a good thing. It is something that you can connect with, that you can feel good thoughts about, follow accounts that truly lift you up and bring you joy. So on to that, number five, get rid of the accounts that leave you feeling bitterness or jealousy or the thoughts of comparison. If you are following accounts and anytime you see their stuff, it's instantly a reminder of who you are not or you're feeling Unworthy or you are feeling less than the person you were created and designed to be, please get rid of them. Now, if it's a friend and you don't want to necessarily unfollow them because you're like, well, that's kind of rude, and I am friends with them. Well, you can mute them if you click on their profile. I believe it's up at the top right corner. It might have changed though. Instagram is always changing. You can click mute, and that just removes their you know post from your feed. Now don't forget you did that because it might be a couple months go by and you're like, I haven't seen so-and-so. And then you miss out on a whole bunch of life events. Definitely get rid of the accounts that leave you feeling bitterness, jealousy, or the thoughts of comparison. Now, if you're listening to this episode, I have an episode I just did a week ago, episode 14, and it's all about comparison, specifically within social media. And I talk about how you can get out of that thought of comparison and you can actually move into the feelings of inspiration. So if that's something that sounds like, hey, I wanted to learn about this, go listen to episode 14 of the Best Day podcast as I go into helpful strategies there. And I give some personal examples as well. So get rid of the accounts that leave you feeling negative, that don't leave you feeling hopeful, okay? Okay. Number six, this is also something within the actual social media apps, cultivate healthy friendships through the app. Use this as a way to connect. Use this as a way to have community. Are you a new mom? Find other new moms that you can reach out to and you can connect with on a personal level and you can check in with and say, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Are you a teacher? And, you know, it's hard for teachers. I know a lot of us are on summer break right now, but. Of course, we can't ever be on summer break without the thoughts of a new school year and all of the pressure and stress that brings. Heck, Target started to take away their outdoor patio section two days ago and started to slowly put backpacks up and I almost had a freak out moment, almost left the store without my buggy. Now, find friendships that you can pursue and create and cultivate within social media to bring that joy back. So that way you have a sense of community that is purposeful and that is wholesome and that is good and nurturing for your soul and for your heart. Number seven, remove the expectation of perfection. There's two angles here. Number one, as the consumer, if you are somebody just scrolling through as a mere consumer, remove the expectation of perfection. Remember that a lot of social media for a lot of people is a highlight of their best moments and just have that filter on in your head as you're scrolling. Remove that expectation of perfection. You're simply watching people share and create content. Remove that expectation of perfection. They are not perfect. They are not on a pedestal. They have a million other things going on in their life that they are just not choosing to display on social media. Now, if you are the one in the industry, if you are the one that is the full-time creator, the side hustler, there is absolutely an expectation of perfection where you need to be doing all the things on all the apps. And it can be so easy to get caught in this expectation for perfection that you need to show up everywhere all the time. And that is freaking hard. I get caught in this battle so many times. So please, Remove the expectation of perfection. If you want to have a much healthier relationship with social media, please remove that expectation. Heck, remove the expectation for how and when you even need to show up. If you're feeling like taking a break, do so and don't feel bad about it. Let yourself have the break that you need and trust that you're gonna learn something incredible in the process. Number eight, encourage and lift each other up. Use your social media as a place for encouragement and spreading joy and building others up. If you see somebody share something that you connect with, let them know. Use your words to pour into other people. If you have a thought that is not good and that is negative, then dispose of it. You do not need to tell that person. Work on letting your social media feed be a place of encouragement and building each other up and supporting one another. If you are someone that is using social media more as a creative, more as a job, make sure you're taking time during your day to actually build each other up and to use encouraging words to support one another. Anytime we can use words to pour into one another, anytime you take a time away from you and focus on somebody else, that has the potential to go such a long way and to really create movement and change. So use your social media to encourage and to lift each other up. Number nine, know what it is you are looking for when you go to the apps. This is another point that asks you to be very, very real and vulnerable with yourself. But what is it that you're looking for? Kind of have that question. Whoever you are, whichever category you fall into, think to yourself before you even open the app, what am I seeking? What am I after? Am I trying to feel good about something? Is there another way you can go about feeling good? Am I trying to connect with somebody? Am I looking for something? Am I trying to just be entertained? Am I trying to avoid doing my work? Know exactly what it is you are looking for before you go to the apps. That way, you know where your head is. You know where your heart is. And you can discern appropriately for the actions you're about to do. The last strategy, shift the focus away from you to someone else. Anytime that we focus on others as opposed to ourself, we are in for more joy and a life lived well. Anytime we are focusing on others as opposed to ourself, we are experiencing the true riches and meaning of life. So if you are the creator, if you are the side hustler, focus on serving. Focus on how can I show up on social media to serve others? How can I use my platform to be of good? How can I shift the focus away from me, 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 look at me shine? And how can it be about serving the world around you? That can be through creating content that your listeners, your audience needs. That can be through reaching out and encouraging one another. That can be through collaborating, through working with missions and charities and really raising awareness and funding and education for the things that matter. This can look very different to whoever you are, but shift the focus away from you to someone else. And when you're on the apps as a mere consumer, don't focus on your own things. Simply focus on other people. And do so in a way that is extremely healthy and in a way that is going to create waves and waves and waves of encouragement. I really, truly hope that this episode blessed your heart in some way. I know we can feel so many different feelings and emotions when we spend so much time on our phones. My hope is that this message gave you a little inspiration and a source of new ideas for how you can redeem your social media addiction and find more meaning and greater purpose in your social media feed. To recap real quick on the 10 helpful strategies for finding greater meaning and purpose within your social media. Number one, create a morning and evening routine that does not include using your phone. Number two, establish healthy boundaries with your social media apps. Number three, use focus mode on your phone for heavy working sessions. Four, only follow the accounts that lift you up and bring you joy. 5. Get rid of the accounts that leave you feeling bitter, jealous, or thoughts of comparison. 6. Cultivate healthy friendships through social media. 7. Remove the expectation of perfection. 8. Encourage and lift each other up. 9. Know what it is you are looking for when you go to the apps. 10. Shift the focus away from you to someone else. I truly hope that this message blessed your heart and more. And I cannot wait to do this again with you next week on another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Next week, we are going with episode 16. I can't even believe we are already at episode 16. And next week is all about taking back your health, easy changes to implement to start living the best version of yourself every single day. Thanks for listening. Until next time, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.